Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, beautiful human. Thanks for letting our conversation with Lauren Haregi into your ears today. We have a lot to discuss, including her latest body of work. It's called Prelude, plus a lot about life, a lot about family, career, independence, and everything in between to get to. Please share our podcast with those you care about. Subscribe to it, I beg. And hey, y'all love a great deal, don't we? Like savings, markdowns, and lunch specials. But when it comes to car insurance, you should know that the right place to go is an easy choice. It's State Farm. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates for your ride. Your friends don't have to have a special connection or even call in a favor. State Farm has options for everyone, like insuring your ride and your home, getting you great rates on both. Why are they such surprisingly great rates, you may ask? It's what you get from them, coverage that meets your needs. Because insurance shouldn't put a hole in your wallet. Those good neighbors are in your corner. No promo codes, no waiting around for holiday deals, and no sales section. State Farm fits your life at a price that fits your budget. So when friends ask where to go for surprisingly great rates, tell them State Farm. Because like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. And please enjoy our conversation with Lauren Haregi. Hello, beautiful human. Uh, it's Lauren Haregi here. Hey. And Dan's here too. Oh, uh, yes. Obviously. Hello. Dan. Hello. Hello, Dan. Hello. Uh, it's been a while since we've hung out. It has. In a uh, serious manner. We have new music to discuss. We have a whole, I mean, truly like a lot of life happens between this visit, even your last visit, and then the visit before that. Yeah, truly evolutions. You got three. Uh, really? It's the third one, right? It has to be. I mean, think w- so. yeah, because with Fifth Harmony, you were here a bunch, and yeah. then obviously to release your first solo project, which was the one done under like records, Columbia Records. Mm-hmm. You were here, Expectations mm-hmm. was the song. The song. And obviously we are somewhere new. We are at... In a whole new world. And you have a globe right... Oh, so on brand. Yeah. Love it. That was beautiful. Prelude. That was. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Prelude, yeah. There must be a bunch of different ways that this is different than what's come before. But for you as a creative, why is it different than your expectations era? Well, this is a project (laughs) instead of a song. So that would be the first probably major difference. Um, I think that, honestly, I feel like my expectations era is still part of me too. I feel like when I was with Columbia, I still dropped songs that I loved. It was just four of them. And this is one body work. It is seven songs. Uh, why is the intro necessary to the overall story you're telling? It was, it, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to do an intro. I think that <laughs> I, I've always wanted to have an intro to the piece. I'm very dramatic. I'm a water double water sign. So I have a lot of, I love theatrics. I love like expressing. So I think sonically the intro is kind of like, I wanted to get people into the energy of what they were going to be hearing. Mm. And I feel like I did that. So I did, I use sound bowls. Of the like crown chakra and the root chakra, oh. those are like the bowls that you hear in the beginning, and then the strings kind of tell the story too. It's like a like a thesis, like intro into colors is the thesis of the piece, essentially, uh, because it's like you're able. The strings take you into like oh, it's like a beautiful, pretty little situation, and then it's like there's some darkness to it, and then it gets kind of eerie and scary, and then it just kind of like falls into colors. So. More live instruments on this body of work than the four songs you put out previous. Yes. 
Uh, I hear saxophones in there, obviously strings. Trumpet. 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 Is there no sax on any of the records? It's nope. all trumpet. It's trumpet. So that's a trumpet I hear on Scattered and on Don't Want to Say. Yes, sir. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Um, yeah, great records. Thank you. What do you mean by prelude? Well, the definition is exactly what I mean. I forgot it right now, this very instant, the exact definition, but it's it's like the introduction into a sonic landscape. So, the first project of many. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm here to I'm here to make art. This says an action or event serving as an introduction to something more important. Period. Okay, cool. So. Do you set goals before you start this body of work, knowing that it's going to be something that kind of lays out a tone for what you're looking to achieve moving forward? Yes. What are the goals? Well, what are the goals? Um, it's kind of a broad question. Oh, yeah. I feel like it depends on what you're asking. Like, sonically, what, want, what are my goals? What do you want to accomplish with it? Like, when it's time to create your technically your first body of work that is your own, first solo body of work. Yeah. And you know that it's do you, like when do you know you're going to name it Prelude? Only that, after it's done. I played with a few different names. It was after it was done, actually. I had a couple other names for it initially that I was playing with, but Prelude evidently was the one because exactly what you just said. I think it was just perfect because to me, this is like a part one of a full album. Got it. This is like the EP. It's like the role. And it, I didn't like to. I didn't want to call it like an EP. <laughs> evidently, I've had to call it an EP because bitches got confused. <laughs> <laughs> but. I was trying to roll with calling it like a project, you know, just a project. It's like the introduction. It's the part one of the full album that's coming later next year. So you know that it sets a sonic tone for what you're looking to achieve, but you only know that after it's done. I kind of know it while it's happening, too. Because there's more than the songs that I gave. I knew I wanted to give it in pieces because I don't think that people would have gotten it if I gave it to them all at once. Because I think that it's so different from what people expected. From me? What do you think people expected? That's a good question, actually. I don't know. I feel like most of the time that I've been in this industry, I've been confronted, or after the fact, I've been confronted by the pigeonhole of the assumption that I was I was in a manufactured pop girl band. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what people expect I'm going to keep doing is, like, singing other people's songs and being in a pop element, you know? And to an extent, I am, you know, in a pop element. I still have a lot of elements of the pop world in what I do. Um, but uh, there's more, I don't know, there's a more soul element to what I do as well, I think. Like, in terms of, like, personally involved in what I'm doing, my soul. Yeah, it's 100% your own. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really the difference. Well, yeah, and there's no other shades <clears throat> of people making up, uh, you know, a song that you put out. It's all 100% yours. Yeah. And it's organic to you. Like, how do you define... Like a pop star. That's a good question. There's an element of machina. It's an element of machine to it. Okay. In different aspects, depending on what artist you're talking about, I think. You know, because some some are really hyper-involved in what they do, and some aren't. So I think it's just like, but there's more of a, like, machine quality to it in the way that things move in the, the way that it operates behind the scenes and the way that the art comes to the people both i think as like as an entity how do you define an artist i think i think i know exactly what you're referring to and i think that i would say that an artist i think there's a lot of pop stars who are also artists mm-hmm. you know um i think it's when you're connected to what you're giving, it's not just you're selling something. It's your soul. There's an authenticity to it. I get that. Period. But we do recognize that pop stars pop stars and artists, they do overlap. Absolutely. 100%. That's what I feel like there's an uncovering a lot of the time. I think a lot of pop stars have artists within them, but they're told they have to be things. The machine element comes into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's the difference. There's, in my brain. There is an artistry to being a pop star, though. 100%. Even even the ones It's that, all art. It is art. <laughs> How frustrating was it being a pop star, not being able to be the artist you wanted to be at all times? Yeah, that was... I mean, that was... 
because it's it, you're right about the overlap 100% I think I'm gonna first acknowledge that so then it's like I think the issue that I had to separate myself from the idealized pop star which is fully machine and has no soul in it which exists as well in certain totally. re- realms you know that was something that I was trying to separate myself from you know what I'm saying in in my heart because I that was something that I always felt inside of me was like I have a lot more to offer than what I'm giving right now in this particular scenario and I think I have a lot more to offer than people expect from me and I think that in my brain people considering me a pop star means that they don't they believe I'm all machine and they don't see the soul behind it and so what I feel when I say something like that and that I want to be seen and perceived as an artist is that my soul's involved in what I'm doing, even if there is a machine, if and whenever there is a machine behind it. But right now there isn't. So, <laughs> But by the way, I think like as you describe pop star, like w- there's so many things that stand out. But one of the big things that stand out to me is how the business is actually run on the back end, because depending on how much say you have in your artistry. Mm-hmm. Again, whether it's manufactured art that's given to you by a label or forced down your throat or your own stuff that you're able on your free will and ability to create on your own, you know, people can have the ability to create something, but it be ignored for long periods of time because that's not what they... Because it doesn't have the machine. Yeah, it's not what they signed up for, essentially. Right. I feel like, you know, the way you just, like... Yeah, because being a pop star also takes a lot of work. Tremendous amount of work. Like a lot of work. A tremendous amount of work. Whether you have a machine behind you or not, or Mm -hmm. whether you have a machine dictating what you do or not, but I do think that like a lot of people are forced to be a cog in the machine because nobody will listen to them. And nobody takes their opinions seriously. I think really what it is is that they're told that. Hmm. I don't think that it's true. I think that in a lot of ways, from what I've observed, um, money is what makes things move. And if you don't, if you have projects that are divested from, they're not going to move. And if you don't believe that someone expressing their authentic art is going to connect or make you money, then you're not going to invest in it. That's a simple business move. Well, so I, I understand what you're saying from like on a record label side, like what, you should want to industrial side. Yeah, you want to invest Industry. in organic things that have you would organic you would roots. expect them to invest in organic things, but right? They don't. But I mean, they do when they want to, and when they see it. But if they don't see it, they won't. Yeah. So it's a it's a toss up because they'll tell you that you're amazing and you think you're amazing. But really what they think is amazing is what they can make you, not who you are. So why did you decide being independent was the best decision for you right now? For that exact reason. For that exact reason. I, I expect you walked into meetings and people are like, this is who you are. Yeah. And this how is did- the kind of music that you should be making. Um, this song isn't a hit. This song won't work. This song isn't worth the money. And so, okay. I think it is, so I'm going to do my own shit. <laughs> you don't have to invest in me. I'll invest in me. I'll take my own money and put my money behind it because I believe in me. Baller. Yeah. It's a new level of commitment. Yeah, it is. And investment in self and belief in self, too. Because it is a gamble, man. It's a risk, honestly, at the end of the day. But I know, I know what I'm supposed to give this world in my heart. So... Your art. I'm betting on it. Hopefully, it works out, man. Because if not, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Call me up. I could be a, a cute too. Like you can put me in your movies or something. <laughs> no, nah, but I think I'm a good singer. I'm a good writer too. No, your music's actually incredible, and I think you're actually growing it at the right pace. Thank I, you. I like the fact that you did. You're, you've been doing tinier venues. Yeah. To really build anticipation, you did two nights at the Roxy. Uh, you did. I did a night at the Roxy and a night at Teragram. Okay, got it. Wow, that's phenomenal venue Thank choices. Thank so, you. You know, you're you're creating a swell. You're creating yeah. something organic, and you, you do you feel like you're starting again? Yeah, I do. do and fe- it's so beautiful uh, in a lot of ways. Are, are you starting again since expectations in those four songs? Yeah, even I honestly feel like I've started again many times. I feel like I've evolved into so many different people already in this lifetime, and I think I'm going to keep doing that. As an artist, I think that, um, yeah, I've just, <laughs> it's it's wild. I'm starting again because I feel like the pandemic was like a reset yeah. on a lot for me. Like 2020 in general, that year was a reset on a lot for me. And it made me come to, um, it made me confront what success meant to me and how 
how success would look moving forward for me because a lot of things were just kind of like swiped out from under me and then a lot of things I was I was just confronted with a new a new moment in my life an independent moment in my life which is different from how I've been functioning for the nine years that I've been in this industry you know and I've learned a lot and this round getting to go out in these shows like you said they were intimate venues called an evening with Lauren Hergi there were no openers or anything it was just me and and my fans and I really wanted to connect with them and I really wanted to thank them intimately for seeing what we what we see now or what people will start to see soon always in me you know totally it's a shared vision so it's an it's a new beginning but a, a reaffirmation and like also propels me into a whole new version of self now. But but I think, you know, one of the things that stood out to me and what you said is that you've redefined what success looks like and feels like. So I, I'm assuming it's taken a much different shape. Right? Oh, yeah. Like success is being at the Roxy, which is probably the smallest venue you've played in a very long time, mm-hmm. you know, playing music for anybody who mm-hmm. will listen. Correct? Yeah. Success is putting out that I believe in, that I can stand behind, and that I know I put my heart and soul into and if there's an audience showing up, I'm doing something right, right? So, <laughs> What was success for you while you were with Fifth Harmony? I think that um, I think a lot of people's definition of success, including my own at the time, had a lot more to do with attaining more and more and more and more and more. And it's insatiable. You never really get anywhere. You're never really a legend until you die, bro. Like, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like, no one is going to give you your flowers until you die. That's what I've learned. I've seen it happen over and over and over and over again with all these kids dying of these overdoses. And, oh, my God, I loved you. It's like, really? Because you never supported them when they were alive. Mm. Ever, actually. And all of a sudden, everybody loves this person. And it's like, and granted, people can mean something to you in private. That's also very real. But... That's- <laughs> Those things will come when I focus on what I'm supposed to give the world, on my own gift being expressed. Those things will come, or they won't, and I'll move on to another era of my life. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's <clears throat> it's not about gaining more sh- It's about connection for me. I really want my music. My music is healing for me. Expressing myself and getting to say what I'm feeling and write it out and get a concept out of my head and onto paper and into melodic form and playing with music and sounds like that's what makes me happy that's what makes me that's what helps me process life and so if through that process I'm able to connect with other individuals who feel less alone or who like see themselves in that music or, or see themselves in those words and they did they were singing them back to me bro word for word and that's what it's about for me that's success that's it that connection that ability to have somebody call out to me and be like, yo, I love myself because of you. Like, I learned how to love myself. I now move with more purpose. I now know what I want to do. I now, I now believe in me. Like, that's all I give a fuck about. As many people as I can make feel like that, that's success to me. Truly. Like, the impact that you can have on one person, you, the impact of that you have on that one person is almost immeasurable because it goes on to change how they live their life. Yeah, it is very special. And when you talk about like wanting these flowers and you're not going to get flowers until you die during your time at Fifth Harmony, was there a want to just be legendary before y'all were legendary? Like what? what, what In fifth? Yeah. Like how do I how do I take what you said about wanting these flowers? This these accolades? Every, every single artist gets into this initially thinking that they that the accolades are the definition. Yeah. Of I made it, you know, totally. I think Fifth got a lot of accolades. I think we we moved really really successfully in the world. I don't. I oh. think I think for flowers, I mean like people recognizing your talent. I don't think that they you know that ha- it happens, but it doesn't happen as profoundly as it does once you're gone. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. And by the way, throughout history, you know, the, the most famous painters of our time. You know, we're creating art while they were here. Nobody gave a shit until they were dead. Van Gogh. Yeah, it's very, very... The mother cut off his ear. History repeats itself. You Um, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not doing that, though. No. I'm going to keep my ear. 
I like them. P- people like yours. <laughs> Going back to artistry, like, do you feel like people saw you as an artist while you were in Fifth Harmony? I don't even mean the public, but I mean your your peers, your colleagues, those around you, whether it be the fellow girls or management, other singers? Maybe. I'm sure. I'm sure. But you feel like the public saw you as a pop star? Yeah, I think so. Well, of course, because I, I had never given the public my own material, you know? Hmm. I haven't had a never shared anything that I had written or produced or sang, you know? I was singing other people's songs. And that wasn't how music was in my brain. I didn't know that that's how the music industry was until I literally got into that group. Call me ignorant, call me young, whatever. I didn't have connections at all. I really thought everybody that sang a song, they wrote that song. I swear to God. Like, I'm so sorry to everybody that I failed in that regard for not knowing better. But... That's literally what I thought. I thought they at least had a part in it, you know? You live, you learn. You learn. And now you're your own boss. And now I do that. (laughs) And and by the way, you do it really well. Scattered. How do songs start for you? In particular, how does this one start? Scattered was production first. So I went in with Oak. And I just wanted to do something like kind of left field from what we were creating. I was like, I just wanted to be weird. I want it. I want the changes to be weird. I want people to be like, "Huh, was that what, what just happened?" And so we like started playing with all these like eerie sounds and just kind of moving through that. Um, and then the like sound in the chorus is kind of like a ticking clock, mm-hmm. energetically, and just like totally switches the chords up and makes you really prick your your ear up. And then I wa- I was like, I want. I was really, really, really listening to heavy to the to the Black Panther album soundtrack at the time and i was like i really want drums that root me in that kind of energy and so that was where that went and then um when do you give it to vic i gave it to vic way after the fact i was i was in a session with omas who mixed the project omas keith and vic came through the session and i at the end of the session i played it for both of them for the first time and and they were like what the okay cool I'm like this is cool and then um he was just like whatever you need like let me know and I was like so when I was listening back and just trying to decide who to be a feature on that he was just perfectly clicked and yeah he's just so honest and raw in his approach as well and he's not afraid to tackle concepts like mental health and I appreciate that great verse thank you yeah really a great song he had a great verse on it oh yeah he killed that really good and his his cadence and the way that he wrote it it was nuts Penmanship. Well, when you say, I think I might need some help, I don't feel like myself. What, what exactly were you going through when you were making this song or writing this song? What do you think? A lot. Dep- <laughs> depression? Well, Depression? Heard of her? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I suffer a lot with anxiety and depression. I go in and out of it. But also I've realized, for me personally, this is my own personal journey with my own mental health. I want to put a huge disclaimer out there. Um, for me, it's spiritual. It's very spiritual. It's about when or when I don't believe in myself and when or when I'm not taking care of myself is when I feel the most disconnected from myself. And I've learned my own in my own patterns that I self-sabotage when I get really close to things that I'm that I think I don't deserve. Mm-hmm. And in that self-sabotage, I don't feel like myself because I actually really love myself and I want to be there for myself. So that struggle of like, I really want to show up for myself, but my brain is not letting me <laughs> right now, you know? Um, so that was about. Is it hard to, ch- like, channel that into a record? Like, what state are you in? Are you in, like, do you get what I'm saying? No, it wasn't difficult. I'm a very vulnerable, honest person. And especially with someone like Oak. Oak is, like, a brother to me. Like, he, he's been there for me in, like, major life moments as well. And so it was easy to be vulnerable around him. I think... I might be too comfortable talking about my mental health. Are, are you disconnected from yourself at the time of writing it, or are you connected? I'm always both. Okay. So you're always both? I go in and out of both. Even while you're writing? Even while I'm writing. When I'm writing, I'm very connected to, a, I'm like a, it's like a channel type of thing. It's like a, because a lot of the time when I'm expressing something in a song, I don't necessarily know that I'm feeling it. That's why I'm expressing it. Because that's what writing is for me. It's how I get to the bottom of where I'm at, you know? So while I'm writing it, it's like a cathartic process of figuring it out, you know? Yeah. So a lot of the time, I don't know about y'all, if you struggle with this at all, but like when I'm feeling disconnected from myself, I try to lie to myself about it. I don't, I'm not like, I'm depressed. <laughs> like I like have a lot of 
to do and there's a lot going on in my life i can't just like be depressed you know as like you know they can't just just do it and just fall into it you have to kind of keep going so a lot of the time i've i've trained my brain during the nine years that i've been in this industry to shut off feeling out pain Mm -hmm. you know when it comes up because a lot of the time something will come up and you got to be on stage totally you got to do an interview you got to meet this person gotta keep you got to keep going you gotta smile you gotta meet you know what I'm saying? You, so you don't pause to t- you don't tackle pause. anything. And, to fix and if it. you and if you take the time to pause, it's gonna be on camera, <laughs> <laughs> and people are gonna be talking about how you know whatever they feel about your personal moment that was not for them. So that happened ha- in front of them. <laughs> having time to disconnect and not go from one thing to the other leaves you with a lot of time to face to face and stewing. Amen. And marinating. Yes, sir. So. How many songs do you write attempting to do the project? <laughs> I have a lot of songs. I have a lot of songs. I have like 50-something songs, but also I write beyond songs. Like I, I have journals on journals mm. and like some I've lost, LOL. Did you always keep journals? Yeah. Yeah. I started when I was like seven. Oh, wow. Or six. You kept them all through Fifth Harmony? I kept a few. One of them... One of them, a bus driver threw away in the middle of Arizona. Oh. And it was so depressing because I had written so much in there. But uh, I, it took me like three months to get over that. I literally cried. Why? why, why, why did, it was an accident. No, we uh, left behind a lot of like books that were gifted and stuff. And he just like, and I left it by accident in my bunk. Uh, and he just did a major dump in Arizona. And, I would love to read through that. Right? Oh, somewhere man. in the trash in a landfill somewhere. Had a lot of pain in it. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. But I had, I have. Yeah, different. And my aunt actually gave me back one. Fun fact. Gave me back one that I had written in, in 2014. Okay. Um, when I came to her house, because I've been staying with her when I, while I'm here. And she was like, ah, you have all this stuff that you've just, I've just had it forever here. Just like look through it and see what you can, what you find. And it was like the anything could happen outfit <laughs> from X Factor. And in it was a journal and I read in the journal, and in one of the entries in the journal, I literally wrote, I think I might need some, I don't feel like myself. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that, I was like, <laughs> connections. Like, it was wild. It was dated 2014. I was like, this is. So crazy. that was after the song was written that you wait, wait. found. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the song was written. It was crazy. I had a really deep moment with myself. I cried hysterically. I was like. Mama, I'm proud of you. <laughs> we got that out of our systems and we're thriving now. <laughs> Internal tears. <laughs> Are you thriving now? Yeah. Well, I'm extremely happy. That's great. Yeah, and I go in and out of it, to be fair. Like, I'm not, like, always okay. all the time anima, but I I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I feel so aligned in my life. I feel like I have the right people around me. I feel... A lot of love and i've been really focused on joy and cultivating that and mm. being present and the more present that i get and the more i pray for that the more present i am and enjoying life and in the moment you know instead of like mechanating all the time don't want to say mm-hmm. what was it important for you to sing in spanish on this project the song hits you right in the genitals doesn't in it? the genitals <laughs> Wow. You saw that tweet? Yes, I Y'all be did. watching my Twitter, huh? <laughs> yep. We, we, we got eyes. I, I, I know. <laughs> and fingers. You got eyes, you got fingers, and you got you got a way with words <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, just trying to bring up, you know, some of the hard stuff without being too hard. It. Honestly, I appreciate the lack of directness. <laughs> Go ahead. What was your question? Though? Oh no, he was asking the question. I just chimed in. No, was but it, what was it? It was a good one. I, I wanted that. Was it important for you to sing in Spanish on this project? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, no. At the same time, I didn't think about it. It's just this is just how it, it flowed out of, yeah. of me when it was happening. Yeah, I wrote this with actually Paul Pauly Famous, and Paul oh. doesn't speak any Spanish at all. <laughs> and so we were like doing it, and I was like damn, this is so sexy, man. Like, I feel like I got to speak Spanish. <laughs> and then I said something dirty in Spanish that my mom helped me proofread. And it was great. What'd you say? I can't understand this. You can't understand it? You want me to translate it? Yeah. Okay. 
I say, te espero. Abre esa boca, dime una cosa. It means I'll wait, for you. I'll wait on you. Open your mouth, say something. Mm. Say something to me. No tengas miedo, bebé. Acerca y atrévete. It means don't be scared, baby. Like, come closer. I dare you. Atrévete is really, it's, it's difficult to directly translate, but atrévete is like, I'm daring him to dare himself. Got it. Or herself. Yeah. Them. Okay. You know? Okay. Ya sé, sé que sabes bien lo que hacer. I already know, know that you know exactly what to do. Con este cuerpo que miras como si tuvieras sé. Which means that the way that, I already know that you know what to do with this body that you look at like you're thirsty. Mm, that does like you could right. use some water. Giddy up. Ooh. Giddy up. <laughs> are, are you thinking of someone when you're writing that? I was when I wrote it. Really? I was. Hmm. I was, I mean, actually, I'm not going to say this story. But I'm like, this is a little too personal. <laughs> no, who? No, no. We're not getting all the way ooh. <laughs> you know, I do want details. I know you do, Zach. But I, I you know. I know I, you like those details. I also know that you, I mean. <laughs> The people consider you a, one of the queer icons. Well, thank you. That is correct, right? Well, <laughs> I'll take it. Some, I love that. So rumor around Queer Street USA. On the Queer Street USA, or on the street that you're kind of a little icon. Yeah, I just want to know who who, who are a you writing? icon. Who are you writing about? Is is it? I mean, I don't want to. It was like, a couple people. I'm not going to gender anybody. A couple yeah. people. It was a couple people I wrote it about. Do they know they have this honor of this song? I played it for them. <laughs> all, all at once? You, you, you held a meeting? I held Everybody a in the room. For the two of them. And we had a conversation. No, the two kidding. of them. <laughs> it's getting hot in here, huh? Maybe no, it's I'm the sweater. <laughs> I'm not kidding, but I am. No, but also what I love about that song is it evolves because those people aren't even in my life anymore. But this song still has meaning. She just is potent. She just keeps narrating moments. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I like her. She's sexy. The song. <laughs> do you listen back to your own music when yeah. you come in contact with a moment in your life that like really is oh I don't know if I could listen to myself while I have sex I don't know if I could do that oh god that might be a little much I mean that would be really uncomfortable for you, the person you're with or it could be hot I don't know I mean you must have been thinking about that when you're writing the song so I was thinking about sex right, right. for a reason <laughs> maybe I don't know man I'll keep you updated has anybody played hasn't their... happened yet okay hasn't happened yet has Ooh, anybody sorry. played their music Punch. for you while getting intimate with them? Played their music for me? Yeah, while getting intimate with is them. Is that your weird way of asking me if I've been with an artist? You've definitely been <laughs> with an artist. I've met your I met some of you. You met some with. of my exes? Weren't no, you with Ty Dolla Sign? No, yeah. Um <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I was. <laughs> and sorry. yes, sometimes we did. But no, that's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point. We're That's moving on we from that one. Oh, the past gosh. moment. Who are you apologizing to and sorry? <laughs> what? You're a sneaky mother... Like, you... <laughs> God, welcome to the couch. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's the segues. It's the segues. <laughs> I, you're creative. What are you, what are you you're creative and exploratory. I'm trying. I know. I know you're trying. I know you're trying. Um, what do you think? I, I'll, based off of that reaction. <laughs> no, yeah. No, though. Def yeah. 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 Relationship meant a lot to me. Mm. So, yeah, a lot of this. Uh, it moved me to write music. And, and, and by the way, like, that is, I mean, is that what you want out of a relationship? What, that it moves you to the point of music? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Otherwise, what the f was I doing there? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm some an artist. That's that's also in my song on guard. I say I say um, what is it that I say? <laughs> I got the lyrics uh, so, in front of me. What do, what do you need here? Wait, what was it, what is it that I say? Can you pull up the lyrics? Dan has them. I got them. Hold on, let's pull wait, them up. Pull up the lyrics. I say it somewhere. Is that it? Okay, wait. Go down. Go down. Go down. Thank you, genius. We're big okay. fans. Uh, take a look under my heart, run your hands over my scars, maybe too much, so I gotta see who you are before you inspire the art. Mm, mm. You feel me? Uh, yes. That was a terrible sing-along, but... No, I like that. I can sing, I promise, go listen to this song. <laughs> I mean, you need to get to <laughs> a convincing rendition. Oh, yeah, very. It's <laughs> a singer. No, but did you... But, like, at what point in the relationship do you realize that you're in this for art? Is it when it's over? Oh, 
I'm not in anything for art. Let's start there. Oh, I am. I, I'm not, I don't get into situations specifically to write about them. Like, I, I'm sure there's people who do that, but I don't do that. Um, the only I, reason I live in my house is so I have something to talk about to on talk the radio. About, yeah. Honestly, I respect that. Thanks. We all have our <laughs> that drives us. It's, it's, it's <laughs> but so I will say that I'm moved by emotion. Okay. That's where my writing comes from. Life experience. Emotion. But positive or negative? Both. Yeah. They're all don't you experience both positive and negative emotions? Totally. But exactly. do you write about the positive ones? Man, is that another dig? You wow, you're digging at me, sir. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Like, are you sitting on the Don't posi- want to say it's a very happy song. Okay. okay got it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's it is sexual, yeah. It is very yeah. Yeah. That's happy. That is happy. I mean, it depends on how it Fair goes. See I guess. That? Actually, no, yeah, this is definitely an emo project. I'll give it to you. This is an emo project um, because I needed to get my feelings out, and I did. And these were the the tougher emotions, the vulnerability. That's what this project is. It's like me in a catharsis mode of getting the difficult emotions out through art. What do you learn about yourself after getting this baby out there into the world? I learned a lot about myself through this process, honestly. Um so many things but I guess one of the most um pertinent lessons was that I'm resilient like really honestly truly I will keep on my mission no matter what (laughs) and I also learned a lot about just trusting myself and my intuition the first time and moving with that and allowing Mm -hmm. that to be what guides me because it's always been what's guided me and it's got me to where I am um I learned a lot about music Uh, like just as a musician i grew a lot as an artist through this process because i worked with so many beautiful collaborators who helped me grow as a person and as an artist and as a songwriter i hope to do that more i hope to get even more collaborative and more open because i feel like this time i was probably a little more strict about who i was working with and what i was working with because i was so protective of like i need this needs to be me like this i need to prove to myself that i can do this that art is my you know because i had lost my connection with it for a while like I really didn't think I could do it <laughs> and then and then I reconnected what changes what brings on that reconnection doing it just pushing yourself to pushing yourself and showing up for yourself and doing it. it's a big one yeah that's literally it that's the only way you can get better that's the only way you can figure out if you can do something or not is like doing it you talked about your gut and learning I'm sorry excuse me no you go just, just like learning not to allow failure to deter you Mm. Not allowing the no's and the rejection and all that kind of stuff to deter your gut instinct that what you're doing is right for you. I second that statement because I do think consistency is one of the biggest things in the world. And I think consistency and the ability to be consistent is what ultimately determines who makes it and who doesn't. Because the truth is the day you quit, that next day could have been the moment. And like it doesn't matter if you're doing it to five people, two people, a hundred people, whatever. Like you're never going to get to where you want to go if you don't just show the up. Exactly. I agree. You talked about trusting your gut and it getting stronger. Do you only trust your gut after you've been in moments where you should have trusted your gut and you didn't? Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I also, I feel like when I was younger, I had this kind of free flowing trust of self that was so strong Mm. and I didn't realize it was so strong until it wasn't and then when it wasn't i was like what the is wrong with me man like i this used to be my i didn't i didn't doubt for a second what i was supposed to be doing that's why i did what i did and then and then i regained it doing what i do while you're with fifth harmony are there moments where you don't listen to your gut when you should have oh yeah what were those moments i mean (laughs) you tell me no, I'm just kidding. I saw the, I saw the question mechanating. I well, saw it. Well, because uh, you know, Feeling with <laughs> that, cosmic that story's crazy. Um, Your fifth har- the fifth harmony story. Oh yeah, top to bottom. But guess who I am now? Lauren Hareggi. Period. Amen. Amen. But like, is everybody <laughs> moved on to the point where nobody even wants to tell that story anymore? Because yeah. the story hasn't even been told fully ever. I think that y'all got to wait a few more years for that one. You know the tell-alls come when we're in our 60s, honey. I, 60s? Come on. 50s, 60s. Wow. When we're all, you know, when, when people can't tour anymore and lose money. <laughs> Knees are pretty weak. You're like, all right, I spit out the book. Man, I'm just kidding. But not. But no. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm joking. 
<laughs> around. Kind of. No, but I love those. I love those women very much. Yes. And I'm so grateful to see everybody doing this. That's was, all that matters. We got to where we wanted to be. It was pretty cool to see Normani post about. Yeah. Posted the other day. She posted about it the, about Prelude the other day. It was dope. Yeah, she saw one of the little posters. Is that a sisterhood that lasts forever, or is that a coworkership? No, I think that we went, we went through too much life shit together for it to just be you know a coworkership. I think that I think there's there's like in a sisterhood like there's this this constant love no matter what you know. Yeah. But I think we all took our time to heal, and I think that's what we're that's the path that we're on right now. Because a lot of a lot of what happened to us wasn't even us. It was oh, totally. All of the pieces around us that you really had no control over. Absolutely none. And we were all really young. We were literally adolescents. If two fifteen-year-olds, two sixteen-year-olds, and a nineteen-year-old, that might as well have been art. It's really interesting because you're on your you all are on this journey of self and finding yourself through art. I think things that you weren't really allowed to do, like things that got paused. Once you ended up winning and the group was formed. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time. We got third place. But we won. Well, yeah. (laughs) You totally. I mean, come on. We won. Yes. (laughs) But but the the thing that I do, and and maybe we'll probably edit this out, but like. Hmm. Maybe we'll edit this out or maybe not. Or maybe. We'll probably keep it. I do think about. (laughs) I know, y'all. You'll keep it. (laughs) I, I think about the story of Fifth Harmony. And we had Mel C on our couch the other day of the Spice Girls, and they're rather iconic a little bit, and the <laughs> tiny bit. The, the one thing that, that they had and that they made it very clear was they insulated themselves, like amongst the girls, and nobody was allowed in. So when you talk about these other pieces above you, like and around you, mm-hmm. the, uh, the powers and energies larger than you and out of your control, mm-hmm. it, it you know, the group was penetrated. There was no there was no insulation fully amongst you guys. Well, we, we were strangers when we met. Yeah. How do you create insulation with a stranger? You realize that you're in this together. Is that is that what happens, Zach? Have you been through it? No, exactly. but I, but I think <laughs> I, I I think it's hard. Of course, it's hard. It's not only hard. It's there's a lot of factors into it. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different there's a lot of different realities at play. I think that's the biggest one. And when I say insulation, I think insulation existed amongst most of you. I think that, like I said, we were young, adolescents, thrown into spotlight. Because remember, X Factor is not even anything but a reality show that you're on TV in front of millions off the bat, you know? And I think we all just had our own way of processing that. That affected, obviously, one another. And that affected the group in general, and that affected us personally. And I think that now we're at a point in our lives where we're healing from it and we're each doing what we were truly meant to do for ourselves, you know? And destined to do, you feel? Yeah, because I, I, I do, because, again, if it hadn't happened exactly how it did, I would not be where I am. So I don't regret a second of anything that happened. You know what I'm saying? Even if it wasn't the best experience, sometimes, sometimes it was the best experience, and it was a... That's life. It's a multitude of this constant crossing of positive and negative, you know? And for me, once I got to the point in my healing journey where I realized that I'm not a victim, that I am a product of my experiences and trauma, but that I'm responsible for healing that, and I'm responsible for how I show up for myself, and and I can't blame people for who they are when they're hurt. I can't. Wow. Because... I, I wouldn't expect them to blame me for who I am when I'm hurt. Because who I was when I was hurt, I wasn't myself. I wasn't all, always happy to be a, a positive to be around. I wasn't, I wasn't myself, you know? Because depression and anxiety and anger and pent-up tension and conversations that aren't had and build-ups and all of that kinds of shit. And no one to help orchestrate communication. No one to teach us that. No, one, no mental health resources anywhere mm-hmm along the way, you know, expected to be an adult at, in adolescence mm-hmm. with zero knowledge of this industry. So many adults taking advantage of that naivete. And that is, I think, yeah. It's abusive. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and I can't blame anybody for how 
they had to process going through that. Interesting. It's not my place. It's a beautiful revelation. But that's a beautiful revelation to have, and it allows you hopefully to live a much brighter life. Oh my god! With a lot less weight on your shoulders. Lots of less weight and a lot, a lot more um, compassion, peace. Because it's not about comparison. When do you realize that, though? When it hurts you enough that you're over it. Hmm. Because that's a it's a vital piece of understanding. It's not about comparison. A lot of people, no matter how big they may be in They're music or in life, themselves. constantly. Yeah, and and they'll never be satisfied, and they'll die miserable. But a legend. <laughs> so was it all worth it? Was it? Let me know when you get to heaven. <laughs> or hell. Who knows where you're going? <laughs> Please listen to Prelude. There's a link in the description below. It is beyond worth your ear. You describe this project as like an emo project. Would you say <laughs> that's going to carry on into whatever is next? Or? Oh, yeah. I have a lot of emotions, honey. I'm a Cancer, Sun, Scorpio, Moon. <laughs> I am a lot of water <laughs> around me, in me. No, yeah, I I like to express myself. That's my that's my art. I like to explore how I'm feeling. I like to make sense of life through my writing. Are, are we? We're in a new moon phase, correct? We are. We just did new moon and Sag. What does this mean? It, it's a, new beginnings. Oh, oh, a new cleansing, moon. a release of the old to usher in the new. Wow, that is really stressful <laughs> to think yes. about. Yes, but also think about how potent. It is. Yeah. So charged with possibility. Ooh. Ooh. So charged with possibility. So charged with possibility. What do you need to let go of that you're still holding on to? You got time? I'm I, ready. I I'm got here, a Zach. list. Tell me. Uh, people. <laughs> Places, things. I, all of it. I have a suitcase. Just, well, write down the suitcase. I mean. I suggest you write it down and look at it. And then I let it go? Burn it. And keep doing it until you see them all fall out of your life. Light a candle, too. White one. Okay, got it. I like that energy. I'm very, I am very big into the stars and the moon and the oceans. I Cosmos. do believe that they dictate. They do our, our our way of life, and I'm big. They are us. We are them. Yes, we are all one. And I do believe in like signs and like that. All the yeah, I'm a Taurus. Like the four four fours and the oh angel numbers. You're a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Cute. Okay. Okay. I see you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I see you. And the, you? I'm a Sagittarius. I love Sag. Everyone, and people say that and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> I do love Sag. I don't know. I like you guys. I don't really know what that means, but I appreciate it. You guys are fiery. <laughs> Fi- oh, I'm into okay, it. Okay. Well, this is all connecting now as to why you use that. Really um, loyal. Huh? Really loyal. Oh, yeah. He's very loyal. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're Taurus, though. Are you, yes. are you being sarcastic there? No. No. no, oh, I'm oh, being, no okay. We're both being factual. We're being nice to each other right now. It's super cute. But I would say this all makes sense as to why you went to this. You said you bought a little crystal thing and you use that instrument. The crystal bowls, yeah. All, it's all connected. Fun now. fact, mm-hmm. that on a full moon. Mm. Oh. Wow. Bought those bowls on a full moon. That me- That matters. Of course it does. She's up there. She's up there watching. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love her. I, I found out that my dating sign is a, a one of the the ones because that's what the I'm dating like, sign. Yeah, like like the a sign that is appropriate for Taurus. Oh, like a compatibility thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start dating based on that. What is it? <laughs> of course, a Scorpio is Forget one of them. Childhood traumas, triggers. <laughs> yeah. Who cares about your baggage, buddy? I'm going based on the stars, what? the moon, and the sun. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it to the cosmos. <laughs> they said we would work. <laughs> it's true. That's literally. I was about to. That's how we get caught up. This is so up. No, I was about to. Usher, tell him something. I, I had a, I had a revelation that I need to like distance <laughs> myself from this person, and then I found out through the Google that uh, the Google Scorpio is one of my top two or three signs. And uh, Scorpio, what's good? This person I was into is a Scorpio, Ooh. so I went running back when I really was planning on saying, "Get the fuck out," because some Scorpios just don't deserve your time. Well, yeah, but this one, I, I think maybe does they deserved it i mean the internet says we're compatible and like but do you think y'all are compatible yes the internet summarized exactly what i was thinking why were you running away from it then scared of love uh maybe a little scared of love maybe (laughs) maybe i want to hear zach's perspective scared of love but also probably afraid that they're really not into me and i'm really into them and the fear of not having that be reciprocated i'm glad that the internet checked you because you you can't you can't let shit go because you don't think you deserve it that's not cool you deserve it Wow, it's accurate. Yeah. Be- because the truth is, like I, I'm so into them, but the fear of them not re- matching that. Or- let it be. Let it flow. Let it be and let it flow. Let it flow. We, because they probably are into you, right? 
That's Evidently. What, that's really what my gut is saying, and my gut let never... It keep, let it keep flowing. That's the fun part. Yeah. That's the fun part. And also, if it doesn't work out, right, and what? they end up f***ing you up, whatever, you experienced it, and you don't have a what if in the back of your heart. You yeah. know? Yeah. You'll know. You're right. That's right. That, that's better. You're right. That's how you got to live life, man. You could die tomorrow, and that could have been your soulmate, and you never kissed them. Wow. That would suck. I'm wearing their shirt right now. Ooh, spicy. Mm. Who are you? Say below. <laughs> comment below. Comment, comment, comment below. Reveal your identity. Let us know who you are. Secret admirer Scorpio, baby. Uh. Can you leave a scorpion in the comments? Jazz it up. Let them know who you are. Jazz it up. <laughs> Look how red you are. Yeah, I am. Wow. Red as a Is tomato. Is Scorpio going to watch this? Probably not. I mean, uh... I mean, probably somebody they know. They better watch it. Okay. They better be supportive. I'm going to go. What should I do? They're going to watch it. She says Scorpios are investigators. They are investigators. They do watch everything. And uh, they, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, they're the, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're complete then. opposites, but the same. Can I ask you a question? I love that. Now that you've said all this and there's a chance they watch it, are you nervous about that? No. no. Exactly. Let them know. Whatever. Period. They already know. I already told them. Period. Yeah, period. They're very aware of period. my feelings. Yay. Yes. That's cute. Yeah. Come I on. honestly wish you love. Thank you. I Thank you so much. You're welcome. I haven't had it probably ever. Oh, wow. I really wish it for you. Yeah. I've I hope it. you get to experience really blissful and sexy ass love. Wow. That's an overstatement. I hope that, I mean, I'll take, I'll It'll take, happen. I'll take point two five of any of that. You're going to take all of it. <laughs> and then, you know, you should do it. Listen to Don't Want to Say the first time you yes! get it on. Listen. Oh. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you right when we're done. Please. Maybe not after. <laughs> maybe not right after. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe send me a pic before. Oh, like, okay. Just be like, <laughs> just the, <laughs> that's all I need from you. And I'll be like, yes. Love it. <laughs> You got oh. it. You got it. I, you know, I don't have a sex playlist because you need to have sex to have one of those. What, Zach? So maybe I'll-, I'll Have ma- you never had sex? I am partially a virgin. I mean, here's the deal. I don't want to- What is it- a partial virgin? Do we really need to sit down? I and, need to sit- You can't throw that out there. You asked me some personalized questions. So we're going to have that convo. This is now the Lauren Haraghi show. Should I whip out a pie chart here? But I do. I just want to make clear that I, you know, the internet has defined me via Urban Dictionary as somebody who brings up that he's a virgin in every interview that I do. So I am self-conscious when talking about it. Uh, Honestly, it's okay. But but it has happened in many, many interviews. So uh, I am a partial virgin. So I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't gone all the way to home base. Right, 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 right. But, but you've been, you been to the other, you visited the other bases? I visited, you know, t- base two. You've approached a couple bases. It, it depends on how you define bases. I've realized that everybody has their own everybody definition. Everybody has their own definition of bases. Should we yes. go through the bases? I mean, you, yeah. if you want. Actually, yeah, I'm down because I don't know if mine are even clear. I'm kind of a quick gal. Like, They're all different. <laughs> if I want to I want to I'm quick about it. Jealous. Although I love a hot makeout session. Wow. But what does that usually lead to? Sex. Let's see. Hopefully. I will literally just cuddle and do nothing. Oh no! <laughs> puppy. I'm too horny for that. How do you do that? <laughs> How do you do that? Uh, I mean, 28 Cuddles years of being so... a partial virgin. But like, what do you? Okay, is it that you? Do you get nervous? Uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's I'm not a like selective it... hoe, but I'm a hoe. No, it's not that. <laughs> That's it is what it is. Inject that. I'm not upset. Uh, you know, it's can't not, shame me any longer. It's not that I get nervous. Uh, you know, for a while I was very uncomfortable with my body, but to be honest, mm. I, I do get comfortable with people That's over a big time. Thing. Yeah, huge. Are you demisexual? Uh, what are you you got to like have a emotional connection. Oh yeah, asexual. I'm very well. I'm into anybody and everybody, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm very much into personalities over the way somebody looks. Love that. Uh, but yeah, I am. I, you know, it's not, it's really purely being afraid of my own physicality that keeps me from Baby. having, uh, you know, Baby. An, you intimate gotta, moments. You got to be doing affirmations in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can I'm also I'm going to send you gym. some affirmations. Please. That too. I'm so serious. I, I would like that. Yeah. Because well, you got to get into it. I need to. Get into it. Yeah. Because even the most comfortable I get with somebody, it's still a problem for me. I hate myself. No, I love you. What are you talking <laughs> no, about? I'm, I, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Get, I, I'm. Dude, I did a Doja Cat. Never mind. Yeah, I heard. Well, I know, but I, okay. I, I'm a fool. 
continue. Because <laughs> I heard some tall snicker in the background, and then this <laughs> triggers me to laugh at myself, and then it's like a whole thing. I'm sorry. But please send me those affirmations. I will. I'm going to send you those affirmations. Yeah, because I am, like, you know, definitely definitely looking to... Uh, you deserve it. Take a trip around. That's yourself. Oh, let me tell you this. Ooh. If somebody's gotten to a point uh-huh. where y'all's clothes is off, yeah, or well, your clothes are off, okay, and you guys are together... God. They don't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, eh. as somebody who also struggled with that for a long time, like, super seriously, like, and it, it sucks because then you're in your head and you can't connect physically when you're in your head. Like, That's it's just not possible. Huge. Energetically. Right. You gotta do some tantric stuff. You gotta chill yourself out. Yeah. And you gotta assert your power. Your own power. You're alive in this body. That's true. You're alive in this body right now. That's something. Definitely exactly nothing. how it is is how it is and it deserves love at all times God. no matter what you're right and guess what there's always somebody who's down to give it to you i promise comment below also comment below please the scorpion we need scorpions only we're getting zach a fellow I'm a fellow person it. Take anything. Yeah, a pe- it's just not a plant. Not no again. plants. Uh, I can't wait for the follow-up interview. <laughs> Do you have like a plan? Is it like your job to release all your bodies of work? Like you pick when it comes out? Yeah, I'm independent now. I do what I, I do what I want. <laughs> so, I mean, is the second body work done? Yeah, no. Um, so I have this EP is like a like the first half of the full album. So mm-hmm. the full album is gonna come first. My actual debut album. Boom, boom, 2022, let's go. Um, be on the lookout. I'm going to be on your ass. You're going to see me everywhere. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, no, but then, and then I'm going to make more music, man. I have so much music. I have, like, projects that I want to do with friends. I have, like, so many producers that I'm like, we're going to lock in, right? And they're like, yes, I'll get the next one. I'm the next one. We're going to make music. And do you even want a machine? Do you even want a label? If they come correct. Oh. I don't my- No questions asked. Boom. How great Why is that? Why the hell would I give you ownership of my sh- And any other business, that is complete nonsense. Yeah, I agree. To even bring up. Intellectual property belongs to the person who creates it. Right? Totally. I think. I, I, hey, I could not agree But, you know, anymore. if they come correct and they're like, we just believe in you and we believe in this project and they want to make a percentage with me and they want to, you know, do business, dale. And shake. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. I love it. Potential labels. Comment below. <laughs> I'm a great time. I'm a good partner. I'm out here. Comment on the video below. I'm just kidding. I don't. I mean, yeah, if you want to, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you don't really need them. I don't really need you. How amazing is that to say? It's really nice. It's really nice. And, you know, it's no diss either. Like, but it's it's like, I want to be myself while I'm alive. Yeah. I wrote a whole song about it. I literally say that exactly, actually, I think, in the song. Like, I just want to be me. I don't want to have to pretend. I don't want to have to sell something. I don't want to have to sing somebody else's song because that's what's going to get me a number I don't care. If I get a number one, I want it to be off of something that I really loved and believed in and, like, was mine. And if I don't deserve a number one, God will tell me and be like, yo, bitch, you're not supposed to do this shit. And I'll be like, all right, what are we doing next? <laughs> yeah, but there's levels, you know. You don't need to just hit it. You know, number I do one want a number doesn't, one. and it will come. In my heart, I do. That's you can do it. One day, one song is going to do it. I know it. But there's so many great artists who have never had a number one. Exactly. Uh, but that's just like a goal in my yeah. in my soul, music wise. Like I just want, I want pe- enough people to hear the music that it could move to that position. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, but you got to keep showing up to get there. Exactly. And I will. <laughs> Nine years. Let's go. It's going, we're going for 10. <laughs> and then another. And then maybe 11. 30. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, that's scary, right? 30? I mean, I plan on doing this until I'm dead. I mean, I respect that, but Sorry. me being on a stage dancing, I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not giving J-Lo. God. My, my J-Lo co- gives. I don't, oh, I don't know she, if I can give J-Lo. She really does give. She, like, really cares about giving, too. So. Mm. My, my corpse. At that, like, at that point, I'm like, I'm, I'm probably going to be topped out. <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, you know what? I looked good. I looked I good. I looked good in my, in my 20s and 30s. I was that bitch. Hologrammy from that era. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Just put her up. She looks good. Nice. That would probably be real lifelike-ass robots by then, too, that could do oh, it. She could do it. My 20-year-old self could do it. I mean, I plan on, You like, know, Sev Deliza did that recently. So badass. Like an old... Uh, an AI version of herself. Really? No, she's bad. That's sick. 
Sev Deliza. I like that. She's so cool. <laughs> my, my corpse is going to be rolled into the sea until like I'm uh, literally dust. I mean, I, I it plan rolls on... into the sea until you're dust? No, 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 into the studio. You know, I'm going to be here. <laughs> until you're literally disintegrating? Yeah, 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 at the microphone. Just throw me in the trash. Um, Ventriloquist? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Or like, you know, hook up a microphone just to my brainwaves. They might be able to do that, bro. That. that already exists. Got a, a, a radio show hosted from, from the grave? Whoa, you would be the first. I add that to my list. Add it to the list of first, honey. <laughs> Rack them up. There's not other. There's no other first. That's, that's the only <laughs> one that's impressive. That's it. That's an impressive only one. If that's the only one. You're right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we still gotta get sex on there. <laughs> I should start in a more manageable position. I should like you know conquer that first. You anyway. should. That's a more manageable one. What's up, well, I just have to ask this one question because I've had this. Screen- you want to ask me about music? <laughs> Well, actually, this is not about music. Okay, Ben. I had this screenshot <laughs> since February 28th, and I just like, if you're here, I since have Since February 20th? Oh, God, what did this I tweet? This is talking about how He got 22 minutes yeah, after this, you posted it. I took this right it. after you posted it. Let's. Jesus. It's actually sickening how many of y'all use celebrities who are humans for your petty-ass drama on this app. Yeah. And you went off on fans about that. And, like, people... Well, Stan Twitter. Stan Twitter. About how they project their own bullshit onto mm-hmm. people they don't even know? Yes. And oh, they, yeah. It says, let's see, um, rude and just cruel to other people online in the name of defending or uplifting your fave is kind of evil. Yeah, Do you know? Is. Do you know what, why, you, why you went off on this one? You're so funny. Well, do, it's do true. You know, I, do you know why you did this? <laughs> Can you comment on this controversial thing you've said, please? Well, it's true. You see so many <laughs> stands. You see so many stands attacking people, saying, yeah. "Go that die." Day, I'm like that day particularly. I'm not sure <laughs> when, what was. The you don't remember what you did on February 28th? <laughs> on February 28th, that's my uncle's birthday. I don't even know why I'd be that mad that day. <laughs> <laughs> Because we get attacked by people all the time. And oh, I'm like, yeah, no, I think, I'm like your I mean, favorite artist doesn't love you as much as you think. Del- I mean, I'm sorry, but a lot of these people are really delusional. Like, if you live your life on, on Twitter, like, that's that you said all, you told me everything I need to know <laughs> about how I should feel about your opinion already, to be honest. No, but for me, it's the people who just, like, have these weird, scary fights with each other. But, like, using their faves as the reason why they're being nasty to one another. Mm, yeah. And then, unfortunately, like, amazing artists' names get caught up in all this crazy, petty drama that has nothing to do with them or who they are as people or what they bring to the table. And then it's just messy. And it's just weird. I think it's weird. When it I see weird. it, I'm like, this is weird. I'm going to just mute this. <laughs> Off my timeline. Yeah, you don't want people using your name while telling somebody else to go kill themselves. It's like, yeah, like, that's you, weird. Like, leave me out of this. Also, just like, why are you that invested, man? Get, the, turn your phone off. <laughs> go outside. Enjoy the day. Take a trip. If it's a mushroom, do it. <laughs> like, just chill. The f- chill, but, but you know they're all gonna come for me now. But don't Nah, pull that clip. Dolly. That is a sound for TikTok. That's a good one. That's that's a that's a future meme. Thank God. Yeah. I need those. <laughs> they tell me. My team keeps telling me. Everybody keeps telling me. Please make a TikTok go viral. Oh, you came. Otherwise, right how are you valid? <laughs> Otherwise, how are you an artist? You have no. Not <laughs> You are uh, validated on TikTok. I mean, that is. Man, I don't give a. <laughs> Amen. I'm so sorry. Like I tried. I did. And and guess what? When Vine was around, I loved that. I was at the perfect age. When Vine was around, if TikTok would have been the sh- I would have owned that sh- But now I don't care. You have other things to focus on. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I want to care, dude. I really do. Like, and sometimes I do. Listen, I, I will sit there and laugh for hours. <laughs> You'll watch. Oh my God. The bing bong shit. All of the funny <laughs> things that happen. They're great. They're hilarious. I love memes. I'm not going to knock or the people that create them it's it's really just i'm not a meme creator you know what i'm saying like you got to give your your likeness and your your and words like, and your songs to those that are the thing about tiktok is when you're trying to be serious it comes across as corny and mm. when you're not trying to be serious it could also come across as corny and i just don't have interest in potentially being corny for no reason to get attention i don't need that i don't i don't i don't know i don't want it your maybe, music. I, maybe it's not that i don't need it maybe it's that i don't want it well your music is what you want to i want you on. to listen to my 
Songs. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm a singer-songwriter from Miami, Florida, and I like to write about my feelings, and I'd like for you to listen to me do that and sing, because that's what the f*** I do. I'm not a content creator, bitch. I'm sorry. By the way, there's a link to Prelude. I'm funny, though, so you can also <laughs> hire me to do things. I'll do... No, I don't do cameos either. Though. No. I could one day, though. I might get there one day. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put myself in a position where I'd have to backtrack. Got it. <laughs> if I get there, one if day. she gets sad enough, I will be on you cameo. Know what? I'm not knocking nobody who gets a bag off of their their likeness. Man, we got so much to look forward to in the future. You got cameos, <laughs> a, a virtual Lauren on stage when you're 60, a I Fifth know, Harmony tell all. Plan. I have a whole plan. Oh, I'm not part of def- no. The last one, I'm not partaking. <laughs> oh, okay. But please listen to Prelude. There is a link in the description below. It is there for you. Um, highly recommend. <laughs> also links to, you know, follow Lauren Hareggi if you don't already know her and yeah, follow Instagram her. Yeah, Instagram is f- with my algorithm, so hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> f- you, Mr. Instagram. Uh, you all know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, it, I, I, it's been crazy. I get anally probed by Instagram each and every day. It's like, why am I even there? <laughs> why am I here? I'm trying to contribute to your platform. It's like, you don't want me. Just Do you not stop. want me here? Like, clearly you're sending me the message. How the f- are my followers going up and my engagement's going down? It's really it doesn't make sense, bro. God. Stop with your algorithm. I hate social media. Me too, bro. I stopped this is using what I'm it. saying. I was like, I can't keep up. I, yeah, I, was, the- I was created for the Tumblr Club Penguin era. <laughs> <laughs> into the Facebook. That was my... And honestly, I will say, evolving into Instagram. Those That, that era was fantastic. When Twitter got introduced, I was like, hmm... Okay, I was late to Twitter. Twitter yeah. wasn't my thing. And and I can take the most breaks from Twitter because Twitter's toxic. Yeah, it's hard. Like, it's weird. You got the, the words. The, it's a lot. And also people just misinterpret each other because it's a bunch of text. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just constant intention to misunderstand it's and inten- never an intention to resolve. Always a, an intention to be right, never an intention to learn. Of course. Cause learning I don't is fuck not with dramatic. those kinds of environments. They're so, uh. they're so um, limiting. What about this one where you Another said, one? yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, Please. Oh, that's what that was. God, honey. You saw <laughs> yeah. that? You saw how I get protected? Let's go. On that note. Lauren, What's up? Lauren Hareggi, everybody. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I'm protected. <laughs>Hey, beautiful human, thanks so much for listening to our conversation with Lauren Hareggi. I really, really, really appreciate you beyond. Please let us know who we should talk to next. We're taking any and all guest requests at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Please be safe. If you can, hug your family. Do not go to jail. Have a great day. And remember, keep listening to music because it does help make the world go round. Peace and love.